What is going on, Pats Nation? You guys already know who it is. Patriots Global here back with another video. And in this one, I want to talk about the Patriots UDFAs. As we all know, the Patriots 2023 draft was definitely one to remember and is definitely one that should end up with some real key players to this team down the road. They historically drafted so many guys that there really wasn't that many spots for a lot of UDFAs, but there still was three roster spots, and we're going to break those guys down in this video, talk a little bit about what they bring, but more specifically, which guy do I think is going to continue this streak that the New England Patriots have of having a UDFA actually make the final roster? Now, first off here, I want to talk about Malik Cunningham. Now, Malik Cunningham is a guy that a lot of people thought could go back end of the draft, you know, six, more so seventh round, but hit UDFA and a lot of teams were interested in Malik Cunningham. Why? Because although he's not Lamar Jackson, Lamar was a guy who was always thought upon as a first round selection and he did go in the first round. Versus Malik Cunningham, who was a projected 6th, 7th round pick and, you know, ended up being a UDFA, but they call him Lamar Jackson 2.0. More specifically, not just because of him playing the same position at quarterback, but because of the athleticism he brings, because of the mobility he brings. But just like Lamar Jackson going into the draft process and even coming out of the draft for a little bit, people speculated, is he a quarterback or is he a running back? And that's exactly what this is here with Malik Cunningham. The other interesting part about calling him Lamar Jackson 2.0 is the fact that he actually replaced Lamar Jackson as the starting quarterback in Louisville after Lamar did leave. Now, Cunningham threw for a total of 9,660 yards and a 70 touchdowns with 29 interceptions while rushing for another 3,179 and another 50 touchdowns on the ground. It does make sense why the Patriots were interested in bringing along Malik Cunningham and essentially gave him the contract that lured him here because they did have a pre-draft visit with him during the pre-draft process. I think the interesting thing too about Malik Cunningham is that he's openly open to switching his position, whether that's from quarterback to wide receiver to running back, no matter what it is, he just wants to stay on an NFL roster. And a lot of Patriots fans have kind of seen the picture so far from rookie minicamp of him passing the ball and their speculation, oh, well, well the Patriots think he's a quarterback now, or well, are the Patriots going to use him as a, as a different dynamic piece? That's the question. I think that right now the Patriots mainly see Malik Cunningham as a quarterback. I don't think they brought him along thinking that, hey, you're going to be a running back or you're going to be a wide receiver, but it would not surprise me if that's something that they do try him with. But again, you're asking a guy at this point to play out of position, right? So are you asking Malik Cunningham to switch to running back or switch to receiver, play in a position he hasn't played and still somehow make the 53-man roster? I don't think so. I think if they do ask him to play another position, it's because he's going to end up overall on the practice squad. He's not going to learn a total new position within a couple months and still somehow beat out veterans. Overall, right now, he's QB3 for the Patriots, obviously behind Mac Jones, obviously behind Bailey Zappi, and honestly, probably should call him quarterback four right now because of Trace McSwirley currently on the roster. 
I think that the Patriots are very interested in the ability of Malik Cunningham. Let's remember that when Lamar Jackson in 2018 was coming into the draft process, the Patriots were actually very interested in drafting him and were very interested in him throughout that draft process. So it makes sense that a guy who's very similar to his play style from the same college is a guy that they did everything from a UDFA standpoint to bring in. And I think that Malik Cunningham could be very, very valuable to this team. But I don't think it's in the aspect that a lot of Patriots fans are hoping for. Malik Cunningham isn't going to come in here and be your number one quarterback. He's not going to be a starting quarterback here. He's not going to beat out Mac Jones. Um, best case scenario in a year or two, he beats out Bailey Zappi. But I don't even see that. I think Malik Cunningham is a guy that the Patriots want in terms of um, a scouting team offense, a guy who's on the practice squad if they can get him there, essentially helping prepare the defense on a week-to-week basis. The Patriots have Mac Jones. The Patriots have Bailey Zappi. They have pure, accurate, pocket-passing quarterbacks, but what do they not have? They don't have a guy who can fling the ball down the field, but more specifically, a guy who's going to test them with his mobility, a guy who can get out wide and extend plays, a guy who's just going to rush for easily 100 yards per game. It's not a guy they currently have on the roster. Malik Cunningham is a guy who can help the Patriots prepare for guys like Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen, who they face twice a year. This upcoming season, they're going to be playing Jalen Hurts and Patrick Mahomes. All guys who are very, very mobile, having a guy in practice that can help prepare you for that is very, very vital. I think Cunningham has a big arm. I think he has big play potential, but I think he's very, very inconsistent at the end of the day. He's going to turn the ball over too much, and that's why I just don't see him being a starting quarterback in the NFL, but I do think that multiple teams would be willing to give him an opportunity, whether it's on their practice squad or their 53. I just don't see him being a starting quarterback overall in this league. Now, next up here, the New England Patriots brought in tight end Johnny Lumpkin out of Louisiana, a move that we all were hoping they would make in terms of a tight end after not drafting one in the best tight end draft class we've seen in years. And this is a pickup for the Patriots that I really like, especially after letting go of Johnny Smith, a six foot six, 266 pound tight end. This guy is a workhorse who already this offseason is putting in the work to try to make his name known. Before we break him down, though, I do want to give a big shout out to the sponsors of this channel, FanDuel. Guys, right now, make a fast break to FanDuel during the NBA playoffs because right now, new customers can get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. Yes, that is $1,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Guys, the thing that I love about FanDuel is how safe and how secure it is, whether it's the mobile app or whether it's the website. With FanDuel, you never have to worry about hacks and you never have to worry about anything happening with your money. Speaking of money, the other great thing about FanDuel is that once your bet hits, you get paid out instantaneously. You don't got to wait a day. You don't got to wait several hours. That bet hits, that money is officially yours. The other great thing about FanDuel is that they're constantly giving users the ability to make easy money. They have new promotions every single day. Just check back every single week and see what new ways they have to help you make some money, guys. There's no better place to bet on the playoff action than America's number one sports book. If you are interested in this, visit FanDuel.com slash Boston and get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's FanDuel.com slash Boston. FanDuel, the official sports betting partner of the NBA. Now, quick disclaimer, guys. Make sure you are 21 in select states. Make sure you are able to bet 
And make sure it is a first online real money wager only. $10 deposit is required. Refund issued as a non-withdrawable bonus bet that expires in 14 days. Restrictions do apply. See full terms at FanDuel.com sportsbook. If you or somebody you love is dealing with a gambling problem, make sure you guys do call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit FanDuel.com RG or visit www.1800gambler.net. Now, Johnny Lumpkin is a guy that I think is very, very raw, but has some potential. I think he's very, very raw in terms of his receiving upside. He's going to be a guy at the end of the day that gives you a lot more blocking ability than he does a receiving ability. But you look at what the Patriots have, and that's exactly what they need right now. Right now, your best overall tight end is Hunter Henry. He's in contract here, and he's not a great blocker. You Mike Kosicki, he's not a blocker whatsoever. You got rid of Johnny Smith. You need a guy as an inline tight end who's going to be able to block for you. And that's currently a position the Patriots do not have filled whatsoever. The thing about Lumpkin, though, is that he's very raw. His first season as a starter came last year where he caught 16 passes for 143 yards and four touchdowns. He's not a guy that I think would be really contributed at least year one in terms of the receiving game. But again, all you need to do is get on the roster. And the fact that there's no blocking tight ends, I think bodes really well for Lumpkin. But I do know that he is working very, very hard in terms of trying to develop his route running and catching ability a lot more to help the Pats out in the receiving end. He's somebody who definitely needs to develop a little bit more, but Coming in, work with Adrian Clem straight off the bat, get in his blocking ability. That's how you get on the roster. Right now, just focus on that. And then once you make that roster, continue at getting better in your route running ability and your catching ability to get on the field more frequently and make an impact. At the end of the day, too, the Patriots don't need Lumpkin to come out and put up 800 yards a season. Would that be great? Yes. Would it be great to have him as tight end one? Yes. But that's not what we should expect. At the end of the day, if he can be a good blocking tight end and help the Patriots put some points on the board once they reach the end zone at six foot six, that is the best value still as a UDFA pickup. Now, to get into our last guy here before I get into who I think has the best chance at making this overall roster, the New England Patriots picked up linebacker slash special teamer, Jordan Healing. Now, straight off the bat, this isn't a guy that is Marte Mapu, okay? I've had a lot of people ask me, is this another Marte Mapu type of pick? No, it is not. This is another um, Amir Speed type of pick, right? This is a guy who played some linebacker in college but very rarely. He was mainly a special teamer. And if he was mainly a special teamer in college, at the NFL level, at best, he's likely going to pan out to be maybe a rotational defensive piece, but mainly a special teams piece. Now, I do think that he has an uphill battle to make this final roster because the Patriots special teams has been revamped over the last couple of seasons now. Matthew Slater's back. Brendan Schooler is one of your top special teamers right now. Demarcus Mitchell is another guy who showed out this past year as a UDFA. Patriots obviously brought back Chris Board and Mac Wilson, who are going to play key special teams roles, but are also linebackers. And then you also got a guy in a mere speed in the sixth round of this draft. And I do think that at the end of the day, the Patriots will go with the guy who's more talented and more efficient. But at the end of the day, they'd rather go with a guy who they actually drafted and used a pick on versus a guy who's a UDFA. 
Interestingly enough, too, he was originally expected to return to the collegiate level after entering a transfer portal, but then last minute, he decided that he was going to declare for the NFL draft. Obviously, he doesn't go claimed, and then the Patriots pick him up as a UDFA, so kind of a last-minute decision for him. I don't think it's going to boat too well at the end of the day. In all honesty, I think his best-case scenario is to get back on the practice squad. So with that being said, who do I think has the best chance at making this Patriots final roster? And in which order would I put that in? My first one, easily Johnny Lumpkin. I think that there is an actual role for him right now, day one in this Patriots offense, and he can come in and easily take that. The Patriots have no blocking tight ends, and their offensive line is very unclear and very suspect right now. If Johnny Lumpkin could come in and be a very serviceable and efficient run blocker and pass blocker for the Patriots, then there's no reason that he should not be tight end three because right now New England only has two tight ends on this current roster. Now, my next one would be Malik Cunningham. I could see where people would put him on the final roster. I just don't think it's worth giving him a final roster spot just to essentially make him a scout team quarterback and a guy that is just helping prepare your defense and not actually contribute anything overall. I think if any guy is going to be on the 53-man roster, it should be a guy who's going to make an actual impact towards the team on the field. But at the end of the day, too, if the Patriots try him at running back or wide receiver and he shows some versatility there while also being able to help the defense out in preparing for these mobile quarterbacks, then I could see why the Patriots would put him as QB3 on their roster. And then last but not least would easily be linebacker slash special teamer Jordan Helig. Again, I just don't really see much in this guy. I think he's just a special teamer. I think that we have so many special teams players on this current roster in terms of guys who are already ahead of him, in terms of veteran guys who are picked up this offseason who are clearly going to be ahead of him just because of um, their ability and their experience, which Belichick views so highly. So those are going to be my orders. That's going to be my breakdown here of these UDFAs. What are your guys' thoughts on the UDFA class? Small, but Again, still some potential here. Let me know in the comment section below. Remember to leave a big like on this video and of course subscribe to the channel for all of your New England Patriots news. I appreciate you guys for watching. As always, never forget, go Pats.